The homilies or sermons contained in these podcasts were delivered by Deacon Joe Dietz, a permanent deacon serving at St. Edward Catholic Church in Ashland, Ohio, a parish of the Diocese of Cleveland. Each homily is preceded by a reading of the Gospel of the Day. All these homilies are the same in content as those preached. They have been recreated to improve the sound quality of the podcast. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, All that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. Then they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, See that you not be deceived, for many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. Do not follow them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The Gospel of the Lord. You know, to the people speaking of the temple in the first few lines of today's Gospel, the temple itself must have seemed larger than life. It probably gave them the impression of a building that would last forever, something that would endure due to its size, its adornments, its central place in their culture. It likely dominated the landscape and was no doubt meticulously maintained. It must have come as quite a shock for them to hear Jesus talk about the days to come when there would not be a stone left upon a stone of its structure. What do we think about when we think of things that will last for a long time? We may think of buildings, but we have all seen buildings outlive their usefulness and get torn down. The old middle school is a field of grass. We tore down the old church and built this new church right here not long ago. We may think of great churches, basilicas, cathedrals, but of course, just this year, Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris suffered major fire damage and was exposed as a very fragile structure indeed. We have a few remnants of buildings from long ago, the Colosseum in Rome, the Acropolis in Greece, and several others in various ancient parts of the world, but they are generally described as ruins, not in use today but more of a testimony to what once was, not what is. 
Now, truth be told, any ambitions we might have, either personally or as a people, to create something that will stand the test of time, that will last well beyond this generation or extend well into the future, would be considered an unrealistic dream by conventional wisdom. But I am here today to tell you they are all wrong. That we, those of us gathered right here, and those like us around the world, have the God-given ability to build something every bit as sacred and enduring as any temple or cathedral. In cooperation with God, our Creator, we have the opportunity to build something that will not only stand the test of time, but that will extend beyond our concept of time into eternity itself. For my brothers and sisters, our God, in His wise and wonderful plan for our existence, has given us the opportunity to cooperate with Him in the creation of life. Not just any animal or plant life, but human life, created in His image and likeness to live forever. For while every human life has a beginning, no human life has an end. For we know that God did not create us to live a short time in this world and disappear, but with eternal souls, with which, in conquering death, Jesus intended for us to overcome the relatively short tension of this world, to live triumphantly with Him forever in the next. In the Gospel, Jesus changes the focus from the building to the soul, and his hearers may not have even realized it, but that is precisely the point. Because we are eternal beings, it is useless for us to focus on the things, buildings, or material accomplishments of this world when our eternity will be spent in the next. His work, our work, is not building maintenance, but people maintenance. And while we may not all be called to have children, we are all called to raise them and each other in a society, a community, a church that contributes to their and our growth in virtue, spiritual development, and their and our relationship with our Heavenly Father, His Savior Son, and empowering Spirit. Because regardless of our age, we all share a common Father and have all been created for the same purpose and with the same goal. You know, when an old building or an old car lasts a long time, much longer than the usual lifespan for a structure or vehicle of its type, it is most often the result of good maintenance, more than some outstanding quality or distinguishing feature of the original construction. And so it is with people. For while we may vary in our genetics, in our ancestral heritage, in our physical and mental abilities, while we are gifted in different and unique ways, we are all created in the image of God and share in that legacy. We are all sons and daughters of the Eternal Father and have all been saved by the Eternal Son. But unlike any man-made structure or creation, no matter how many years of scorching heat or thunderous storms, no matter how many miles of potholes 
or salty winter streets we endure. We will never be recycled, although we are constantly renewed. And that ongoing renewal comes not from something new, but from our perseverance in something very old. Not from a new and improved way of thinking, but from acceptance of the right way of thinking all along. For there are many voices out there right now, some of which claim faith and others who discount it, but both of whom are saying, the time has come. The time has come to update the old beliefs, to cast aside the outdated notions, and embrace the new way of thinking. The time has come, they say, for us to decide when life begins and when to end it. The time has come, they say, for us to make our own rules and for us to decide which rules we will obey and when we will obey them, effectively remaking God in their image rather than responding to who he calls us to be in his image. But hear the word of God that says to us today, See that you not be deceived. Do not follow them. Even though, trust me, today more than ever, proclaiming the truth without fear or favor will lead to our persecution and may lead to us being dragged into court and in some cases to jail for the sake of his name. Witnessing to the truth of the gospel has and will continue to divide families, relatives, and friends. But that division, that persecution, must not silence our testimony. That God-given wisdom in speaking, both in words and actions, that our adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. As Pope Francis said, thanks to the Holy Spirit, which has the power to purify the word and make it the bearer of life. The wisdom that finds its source in our God of love. A love by God and of God that is so powerful and so merciful that it overcomes all resistance in those destined to be saved. A love of God that keeps us faithful to his word and his example. A love by God that sees us fed by his very body and blood. A love of God and by God that empowers us to love our neighbor, to forgive them, to share with them, and care for them, and to pray for them so that by our witness they will want to know and come to know the reason for our persevering joy. The reason that we look beyond the limitations of this life, longing for our promised place in eternal life. For questions or comments on this homily, write to Deacon Joe 2017 at gmail.com.